This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. topic that was suggested to speak about was learning in parts of Torah that you particularly want to, specialization, and it's something that is natural to a kolo type of setting. Um, Bachem and yeshivas pretty much are directed and dictated what they ought to learn, and uh, they don't have all that much choice, but as a person becomes independent, as a person moves on, there are um, you know, the, the idea of learning, especially since Chazal tell us that a person should learn Mimakum Shalibo Chafetz, is um, a strong incentive and maybe directive to move on and to learn what you want to learn and how you want to learn and so on. And I'd like a little bit to discuss the concept, the idea, and perhaps draw some lines about where, what, and when is appropriate. In a, in a, in a big picture, it's obviously it's something that's usually very personal. And it's not something that can stand from a beam and, just, and, and tell people what to do and what not to do, but to give a general sense inside Allah and so on. So, first of all, you do find in Chazal um, the idea that certain Tanoim and Amoroim were associated or affiliated with one or the other. The uh, it speaks about, Tais brings it Rabban and Dagadata. You find a uh, famous Chazal, where they told Akiva, Malach Akiva, it's Agadatah, Klechacha, Eitzel, Nagarim Maholos. So Rabbi Akiva was told that you don't belong in the world of Agadatah, you belong in that world. You find in Halacha, you're passing like Rav in Isser, you're passing like Shmuel in Choshim Mishpat. You find in Sfarim. Um, the the Maral wrote Sfarim in 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 in, in the Agadata, let's call it, and he wrote Sfarim Alacha. Sfarim Alacha are mentioned occasionally; they don't have that standing, and vice versa. Um, you have all sorts. If you if you look at it, it's not the same. Um, very rarely, there are few exceptions, and the Ramban might be the most notable exception, where his Sfarim, both on Chumash and in Gemara, carry a similar Mishkal, maybe a. You know, that, that's something. But by and large, you do find specialization in Torah. Um, there's, there's, there's a, there, we learn Mishabura when we're learning Halacha. We learn Reb Chaim Briska when we're learning a different type of Limud. And we don't, we don't have Reb Chaim Briska on the Rechaim. We don't have the Chavetz Chaim on the Rambam. You know, th- there are differences, and it's a very different type of Sefer. But how do, you, how do we understand it coming from Magen Shlibi What exactly is it? Um, and you can ask more than that. What's, what's the rabusa of a person of Magen Shlibi Let's take a dogma. If I have a choice of doing two mitzvahs, so there's, there's a set of guidelines. The rice is Rabbanan, Tadeh V'Sheyne Tadeh, Mekudosh Mekudosh, um, there are other guidelines, Adam. there are guidelines and mitzvahs that would give us preferences which mitzvah to do. Let's say a person has two talaskotans in his closet, 
And he's asking, so he comes to ask the Rav, which telescope should I wear? First, say, ask your wife. I mean, it's, it's not no halachic issues if the telescopes are the same. And so ask your wife, which one looks nice on you? I, I go, what's, what's the difference? So, so we need to ask ourselves, um, a person has a choice of learning Sanhedrin or learning Mesafe Shabbos or learning Shohar HaChayim or, or learning Ketzer Um What's the difference? It's all Talmud Torah. A person can learn everything. So, so where, where's that directive of Makram Shaliba Chafetz? So the truth is, Makram Shaliba Chafetz in the Gemara seems to be brought down in terms of a Rav and Talmidim who can, who can force each other which Mesefta to learn, things of that nature. But we're talking on a personal level, what's this Indian? So I want to first discuss two or three, um, two or three Inyanim that lie behind the Makram Shalibachafetz. What's the Inyan of Makram Shalibachafetz? Why? So the first one is, is a Joshua Saran, who says, Pashta Hezba, and it's it's a um, but it, but it's it's probably the Pshuta Shalmikra probably the in other words Malkum Shlibachafis doesn't mean the way we would say whatever you feel like doing whatever you feel like doing is like which child's gotten to wear it, it's it's it doesn't it, all it means is don't bother me it's not a shaila that's not true the the Ran says that a person is nikshar. The things that he likes, and a person remembers, and a person becomes integrated with the things that he likes. So, if we're to ask ourselves, if I if I have a choice or a chance to learn an Indian that is um, to learn an Indian that that are dear to my heart, then there's an obligation, so to speak. It, it's almost the opposite of the type of, of suggestion that we spoke about in terms of which Tal's gotten to wear. Which Tal's gotten to wear is whatever you feel like is a license. There's no halak preference, Tal's gotten A or B, whatever you feel like doing. In learning, it's an adifusa. In other words, you will be a lot more matzliach and you will have a lot more to, to offer and to and the Torah will become a lot more part of yourself if you find something that you really have a cheshik. So when someone has a question to ask himself, what should he learn? The answer is something you have a cheshik for. I once saw, uh, I saw mice about somebody that, again, you don't ask kashas of mice, and mice don't have kashas, but, but it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a, it's a real story, and, it's a, it's a, and, it, and it has a deeper insight. There was a person in Yerushalayim he was a, from the old breast of Hasidim, from the real Zikni breast, from the people that were tremendous Ayyubi Hashem, and, 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 and had himself the special connection of, of, of that Hasidus um, in, its, in, its, um, in its beautiful poem. And the person's name was Reb Shmuel Shapiro's Hanabracha. He was an old Oiske uh, you know, a person who lived Mamish Bedachke Dachke, extraordinary person by Yisurim. And his main limud in life was Yesh Neuchlem with the Rashbam. And someone asked him why. He said, because it's the toughest Indian. And I'm, I'll use the, the Yiddish word for it, Ich bin a Schwarzelner. Schwarzelner means a Marine who, 
who, who digs, like he lives in the mud. I'm looking, I feel myself to be in Ever Hashem on the toughest places in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the, to do the, the judge work. That's, that's what I feel like. And this, I feel, is the hardest, most difficult limud in terms of there's nothing exciting about it, interesting, and that's how I'm doing it. So I, I would, so even though it seems to be in, 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 in contrast to the Gemara, not that I'm missing a cash on him or whatever, but I think he was, that was his Mokum Shul He wanted to feel somebody who's doing some Kulu Lashem, and this was him. But Al Kapanim, it's, it's just a stam, it's a tzur of a person, that, a demus of a type of, 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 of person, that, and, and a, a certain approach that's fascinating. But Al Kapanim, for most everybody else, something that we're not nene from won't become part of us. A, um, a, a similar word of Hutner says, quite famous, but I'll just add something to it. He speaks about why do we say Beharevna as, as a bracha by that it should be pleasant, we should enjoy it. So he says that the word arev means both um, to mix together, like le'arbev, you know, it's, it's, it's tarevis, and it means sweet. He says you can't integrate something unless it's pleasant. Let's give an example. And my marshal, but it's what he means. The um, Imagine most most things that our senses come across. We have three states. For instance, smell, odor. We have a, a pleasant odor. We have an unpleasant odor, and we have something that's neutral. Neither we have visually there are very pleasant sights, there are ugly sights, and there are regular sights. Nothing, not nothing either direction. The one area that we don't have that is tan. When we eat food, so we have some taste good, but some taste very bad. When something is bland, tasteless, neutral, it's not neutral. Try eating styrofoam. It doesn't go. It, it, I mean, when we have a cold and we don't have any taste, we don't feel like eating. Yes, does it taste bad? No. So what's the problem? It doesn't taste. We don't have a problem being in a room that has no odor. We don't have a problem being a room that the paint is neutral and doesn't, it's, it's neither visually pleasing or, or unpleasing. Why is it with food? We, we can't eat. The word bland is, means tasteless, and we can't eat it. Why? And the answer is because anything that we're called upon to integrate in us and make part of us, we can't do it with something that doesn't give us pleasure. A similar thing in a, in a, in a, in a, in a different realm, but we can get along with many people. And we ask this person, he's a wonderful person, nice person, good person, a nice like to have him as a neighbor, he's fine. But you can't marry somebody who you don't like because you can't say, well, there's nothing wrong with the person, the person's a fine person. But if I need to bond with somebody, then it needs to be pleasant. So since doing a mitzvah, maisa mitzvah, requires me doing something. So if I put on a pair of tzitzis, I don't need to find this beggar particularly appealing or pleasant, or the tzitzis particularly appealing or pleasant. I need to do it because mitzvah's bari, and if I do the maisa, I accomplish what I did, and that's that. When I'm learning, I need to integrate it. And people have different tamim, different tastes in their seichel and the das, and to integrate something, 
you need to do something that pleases you. So there's the Baharev as a general sense, and as a directive within the world of Torah, Mimokam Shaliber Chofetz fits that directive. That's one understanding of it, and that's something which is certainly Derech Hapshad, as the Ran says. The, um, the morale says, similarly, the morale says that in Torah, there's a Mechabal involved, and Mitzad the Mechabal, you need to have Mokam Shaliber Chofetz. So in other mitzvahs, we are oisim, we do it. There's no real mekabel. I'm a kabel of all but I, I'm, I'm a kayim, it's a film, it's a scissors, and I do these things, and when I do them, that's what I did. In Torah, Torah has to land, I have to be mekabel Torah, I have to be mekabel something, and, and integrating and making it part of me is what um, is needed for Moshe Mokhafetz. There's another hezber, and this hezber is a deeper hezber, and it's something that um, the, I've seen uh, the one from the literature Messiah that I've seen says it is Reb Mendel Mishklov. That was the um, that was the Goyen's big Talmud, and he has a sefer and I got it there. A very not an easy sefer. It's, it's it's a lot of it is. I mean, he was very heavy. A lot of his writings are very heavy Kabbalah, but. Every so often, there are pieces there that are Habshat, and he writes on this piece, he writes that every single person has a chilek in Torah. And his neshama is attuned to a particular chilek in Torah, and his liking and his libay chafetz is a meshicha to something that's his. So, Torah was given, when we say we mean both sides. We mean our lot should be in Torah. That we should be people that where Torah and, and Limurah Torah becomes our mohus, our, this is our life. But the Seychel means the flip side. Every single person has a specific Chelek in Torah. And the, the, and that's the chilek that he's meant to bring out to the world, whether it's through the Hezber Advarim, through, through his own teaching it, through his own understanding, through his able to pass him, through Svarim, whatever it is, he has a chilek in Torah that's meant to be brought out. And, and, uh, and the way in which we detect that chilek in Torah is through Mokram Shliber Chofetz. Our neshama instinctively has a feel for something, and that's where it goes. That's what he says. In the Chassidish Farm, you do find it more about, and they describe looking for Derek and Avodah Hashem in line with if you feel an atia towards something, then it is appropriate and to go with that. So, in whatever Derek you're choosing, Libe Chofetz is an important piece of it. So, so, so that is a, a deeper hezba to the concept of Mokom, Mi Mokom Shiba Chofetz, to, to be something which is. This must be my chilek, and it's not only in terms of what I will integrate into myself and be kinder more easily, it's something that I'll be able to carry out the specific chilek I'm supposed to carry out. And again, we look around at Gedole, Arishayim, Nachreinim. We even look around in, in, in Mesechtis, in Shas, and, and it, there are Tanoim and Amarayim that seem to be everywhere, and then Torah and Romans seem to be unique to certain starim, to certain inyanim. And 
it's obvious that they had a specific knate in that particular place and so on. That is um, a, a little bit of a deeper understanding of that. Of, of that. But fine. So that, that's a sort of a hashkafic understanding of it. But where in the world, the Misa, how, how do you play that out? How, how do you, so, you know, a kid comes and, so certainly we don't let the kids do what they want to do. Even if the kid wants, tells us he wants a Tanakh all day, or whatever it is, he, you know, we don't uh, let him do it. Um, and as an adult, the guy says, I'd like to do this or that or the other thing. What are the parameters? What are guidelines for it? So, um, I, I want to try to draw a little bit from the halacha, and it's very, very hard to apply these things. <clears throat> That's why I'm trying to sort of draw a, a picture of something and, and transfer it over to the world that's not to us. This Hilchas Tamataira, the only two sfarim that we have that really um, have any semblance of Hilchas Tamataira is the Rambam and the Shulchan Harav. And in this Indian, the Shulchan Harav is, is saying fairly similar. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to take the combined ideas. They're both very similar in many of the elements about what is my obligation in Torah to learn Torah. So they say for a start, <coughs> we have a here to learn all of Torah. Then the Rambam says, and then we'll, the Rambam says, and then once I finish all of Torah, I am uh, supposed to keep some sort of seder to hazard everything in a way that is um, in a way that won't allow me to forget it. And then I can focus on being ma'ayin, what, what's called gemara, which means deeper eon into. Any place, no, no, uh, doesn't give that specific about it. That's what the how the Rama writes it. The Shachar Harav is a little more specific. When we say kolatari kula, what does that mean? I mean, I mean, if it means the entire Eitzachachma, the, the computer database, and and it keeps every every mounting Danishtik, they send in another ten thousand farm to keep you amused with. It's not. It doesn't I mean he'll go quicker than than you can ever learn it. So what does it mean kolatari kula? So Shalach HaRav gives us a reasonable guideline. He says, every single mitzvah in the Torah, with every halacha in Chazal, that's relevant to it. That's basically what he says. In other words, the Rambam Pesach Mishnah describes if a person knows the Ikre halachas and their machlokas in Shas, that's called the Yotzeri Chavasah. So it's, it's a job, but, it, but it, at least it has some sort of guideline. So a person has a chiv to have learned through the entire um, corpus of Torah Shavuot in the sense of every halacha with its machlokas in the, in the, in the um, Shas literature. Let's call it that way. I, I would like, it, and then the person can be ma'ayan into whatever he wants and however he wants and just keep remembering that also. I would like to sort of... What? Well, everything, it, doesn't get, it doesn't mean it, it means all of, all of the um, all of Shas, in a sense, is the Gela Halacha. 
Um, I got it to, is, I mean, he, he does include I got it to, but it's also, it, it's no gear. Every I got it has a bottom line. It's telling you about Kas, it's telling you about a Baruch Hu, it's telling you about this. It means Torah Shabbat and the Torah Shabbat that accompanies it at the first level, which is the, 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 the words of Tanam Amara. That's how it defines it. I want to, again, these are things that are very hard to pin down the minds, but I want to, I want to translate into something that we can at least um, make some sort of reasonable assumption for ourselves. It means there's a certain structure in, in Torah which we would call the klal of Torah, meaning as follows. When you learn how to learn in yeshivas, that's a certain, that's a certain klal of Torah. In other words, um, forget about learning how to read a Gemara and so on, but learning to ask myself the right questions, what are possible answers, what, what the, the skills of a person learning a sugya correctly must go into that basic um, learning. So, so without being more specific now, because I can't, but at least w- there's a reason why we keep kids focused. In other words, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is the makom shalibo chafetz doesn't mean as a starter. It means once I was able my chiv to see all of Torah. If I were to put it in a little bit different words, I need to be mekabel Torah, and then I need to produce Torah. In the Kabbalah's Torah, I need to see Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. And libo chafetz is not of significance. I may like Kachim better than the Nashim Zikim, I may like Nashim Zikim better than Kachim. I need to know Nashim Zikim at its basic level, I need to know Kachim at its level. The, 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 there's a clear division, and this is the division that the Rambam uses and the Shohar Harav between Mishnah and Gemara. Mishnah is absorbing information, Gemara is producing. Torah includes itself absorbing information, and for us that would mean absorbing it at a level and in a way that that is correct. In in the Yeshiva Chinuch, the assumption is that unless I know how to define what it says, how to ask the questions that are imminent, the questions that without this you don't know what the sugya is. Um, I once had a Talmud who a very bright fellow. He was a bit was a bit inexperienced. He was into Allah Maisa and he said to me, so I was learning a sugya and I was trying to work with Rambams that were that were steering. He said to me something, you know, I, I think Torah should be Allah Lamaisa, not Pilp, whatever it is. So I said, fine, Rabbi Shachim. I said, this is a case that could be very Lamaisa. And it wasn't the Archaim, it was, it was whatever, but I said, you're passing from Rambam. Rambam is a very good savior to pass from. You can pass from Rambam. A lady comes to you with this and this case. What are you passing? That's what Rambam says. I said, but the Rambam here says, something which means differently. So what would you do? And, and he got frustrated. And I said, so, so basically, if you can only answer with one or two Rambams, you got it wrong. The Rambam means something that accommodates both Rambams. I was talking about something esoteric. It wasn't, it wasn't a daik, a kutzah yud that was left over. Like the Rambam says A here and B there. Without understanding, without being able to detect that question, and without being able to make a reasonable statement about it, then whatever you learn, you're doing wrong. You're not seeing what it says, you're not reading what it says, and you're not interpreting it correctly. Um, so, so at some basic level, Tesis puts a Gemara against a Gemara. 
are you passing from super to basra? You know, in one place says this, one place says this. Th- those are basic skills that means that you're reading it in an intelligent way. And you can always argue with, with this is Nesset, this is Softi, this is Pshat, not, not that, but at least the understanding that it requires. It requires knowing enough of Torah that you can say you have a Yad in many places. It, it, you know, it's hard for me when people come and translate directly, you have to learn all Mishnahis before you learn Gemara. It's tough. Sometimes, well, it, sometimes the way it's set up, you'll never get to there. It, it, I, there has to be a reasonable adaptation from door to door. Um, the were happy with it. Dolly had issues with how we're learning, but on the other hand, they were pretty supportive that no, nobody wanted to go back to learning all Mishnahis. And, and the disciple right, the others right, there's a difference between the Nefs Farm, the Nefrebeim. If you have access to Sfarim today and you could learn it, it, you know, many of these things depend on conditions. And that's not for me to, to make those. But, but understanding the principle. The principle is that a person looks at Kolatayra Kula and he has a sense. So it means a skill level that is comfortable that the person can look at something and read it right. It means that the person has enough knowledge about enough in Yanin that he's never going to come across something that he has no idea what it is. It's one of the things we struggle in our high school. Um, we have a high school, and, it's, and, and one of the things we're trying to find is a limut, that by the time he finishes high school, he will have heard of every musik in Taira that's significant, whether it's Batl B'Shishim, whether it's, it's Musagim in Klayim, whether it's Musagim in, 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 in Maestris. And the question, the trick is to find a limut that will cover it, that will not overcrowd the other limudim that will be interesting enough that will keep kids' attention. It's, it's not never posture to, to incorporate these things. You can talk a lot about it, but when you come to Maisa, but it's it's something having a reasonable Havana of, of all the areas of Tyre in a way that is a rudimentary knowledge, enough so that you're never blind. And that I, yes. Correct. The question is can that be relevant today? Anything that will leave us off, neither this nor that, I have a hard time transferring. I don't know. But he himself gives a bit of yeah, He says, if you can't do that, then he gives you a lower level. I know. And, and, and I, again, I'm saying the the Chavz the, the, the mentions about speak about learning the riff and this. I, I don't want to be nervous to those details. They're, they're, the bigger people than me need to make those determinations. And I, I'm just not, not for me to make those determinations. But, but the idea is that there, what, are, what I want to extend, the sort of, if there's a kud of Chiddush, is what you try to do in yeshiva with a derech halimut is to give a person a qualitative tool so that the person is an intelligent reader, or else the person reads one thing and it says another thing. So if, I remember when I first started teaching, when I was teaching in Torah many years ago, the thing that I had a hard time figuring out why they're not understanding is a diuk. So what does the Ran say? The Ran says it's mutter. No. Duran says it's mutter for a very specific reason, which means that in principle he says it's usr. The right way to say Duran is he holds it's usr, except that this fact makes it mutter. So it's a very different picture saying Duran says it's mutter. And, and to be able to look at it with that clarity and understand what the position is, when it, what's the principle and, and what's a very specific exception or exemption, is, 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 is partially knowing what you saw. Those, so that's why learning for a tkufa of life in, a, in, in, in what the Yeshiva Shadarach is, is, is our, what Gedolah have given us. Does it, can it become 
um, ineffective at some point? Can it be? Can it lead off to nowhere? Like everything else, the answer is yes. Everything can become, you know, when, when it's not done right, when it's not overdone. But understanding that, knowing how to learn is the basis, or else you can. They, they, somebody once came to the Chazanish, and this person was a huge bucky, but extremely um, unsophisticated in his thinking. This I heard from someone standing there. And the guy walked out, he, he argued with the Chazanish for a while in learning. And he walked out, and the Chazan Ish was like drained. And he said, er mis, er mis He said, he's able to stir all of Shas like this. He says, but what a Shikha Satayra. What a Shikha Satayra. Like everything he brings, he doesn't understand quite what he's saying, and he's bringing the right wrong, he's applying it wrong. On the other side, if a person doesn't know much, um, then he's also. There's no place to go with it. Um, somebody came to a friend of mine who came to Rav Shach once, and he had been at a, at a, a tish of, of a Koizenberger who was a huge bucket, and he said Torah like he usually would say Torah for hours, uh, learning pilpul. And he was kind of the, the person was feeling good about himself and sort of making jabbing fun at it. What he was showing to this that. So Rav Shach was very annoyed. He said, you know, to do what he did, he has to know shas on his fingertips. I'm not sure that you have that same ability. And, and to understand, so that a person has an appropriate amount of idea and appropriate amount, those are prerequisites. Once a person has that, and again, I, I, I don't want to pascalize this, but, but, but I want to bring a dimension that maybe we don't understand. It, it is important for, for a kid, no matter what is in the TSR, if I can bring an, a, a marshal for it um, in the army, no matter what your skill set is, you could be a shlemazel who's an off-the-chart genius. For two months, you're going to have to learn how to march up and down a straight line, how to shoot a gun with the right, with the right side facing outwards, and, and you know, holding the right side in your hand, the other side there. You'd have to learn how to recognize the difference between a lieutenant and a captain and a major. And, and there's nothing. There's nothing that will excuse that. Then it begins a process of selection. Okay, so you move on to this core, you want this core, you want this core, and, and so on until you specialize. There is a certain boot camp in the sense of having a yad in Kloyas Atayra. You know, it's Mitzad Hilchis Atayra, Mitzad Hilchis Atayra, the being Mechabal Atayra, having the knowledge of, of the corpus of Torah, and I'm refining it to include the ability to make an intelligent lainus and a Yediyah Makifa of Torah is a prerequisite. When a person then learns onwards after that, Mokum Shalibo Chafetz is an appropriate place to learn. I'd like to just put some caveats into it. <laughs> Going back to what, the, to what we saw, the Mendel Shlov says that, you know, it's a, there's, a, there's a, every Chalak in Torah has a, every president of Shosh and so on. We're not always clear where the Libre Chafetz is coming from. Um, let's take um, a very Pashita influence on Libre Chafetz. Laziness is, um, is, is, is a very strong hashba on what we think we want. So a person has a choice of learning very hard material or learning something that's much easier, a person will instinctively reach for something easier. 
it's that's natural for us. We're not talking we're not talking about what I'd rather do. It, we're not talking about if my heart is the heart of, of, of laziness, then obviously that's not the appropriate gauge because um, that's not what Akarish Baruch Hu wants out of you. What we're talking about is where I'm going to be sweating bullets on it. So let's take an easier comparison. There's a person who would like to harvest through a big tzaychachayshin, a difficult one, and get the sun. There's a person who would like to work out in the Mishabura all the different possibilities in case A, case B, case C. That's all of that is both, if, if they expend the same amount of energy and require the same amount of amelus, then they're both appropriate. But if a person, if a person wants to learn Tanakh because it's just kind of easy and so on, then, then he has to... So yes, the Malbum wrote a Pirush on Tanakh. That's, that's, an, that's an awesome Chelek And um, You know, it's, 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 it's gave, it gave us a piece of Chelek that's incredible. But there was a huge idea to go through each one, to make it short stims, to understand it, and so on. Um, it, it, it expended as much energy. And by the way, the, the Malbum wrote a very special safer in, in Lundis that nobody knows about. Um, it's Arzis Achaim. Only, we only have part of it on our Chaim, but he has pieces there on, um, on Sitzis that someone told me, a big time Chacham, Yushan Chacham, that in his mind they compare well with Rebbe Kivega. And he did have the Chalkatar and he sacrificed it because he felt there was an important need for it. There is. The Malbim became for us uh, the, 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 the classic of how to look at Tanakh and through the Psukim and, and Chazal together. That's that's um, that's the Malm's Chalakantara, and that's what we have from the Malm. The the understanding that whatever it is, the person has to be sure that laziness is not something that's part of it, or something that's popular, uh, or whatever it is. Anything that is Shaloilishma is definitely not indicative of what it is that is Shorish Nashama is. With some of the and they and they're not Guided by lazy things like that, so so the the the, the where we belong, there's a, a um, there's a, there's, a, there's a, an incredible story. It's written. It's it's Emis. It, the Beis Yosef um, lived in the Rizal's times, and the Beis Yosef used to he, he attended some of the Rizal's shurim and used to fall asleep, and the Rizal told him. Your chelik of, your, this is not your chelik So, Beis himself was a makubal. He wrote a sefer with a maggot who um, who taught him many different things. But that wasn't chelik When you open up, when you have a, a halacha l'maisa shayla, um, you don't look at that result. You look at the Beis I asked people, I once spoke and I asked them, so who is bigger, that Rizal Beis The answer is, if we if we look for halacha, the sefer that we go through is a beisayisif, either tur beisayisif or, or mechabes. That's the beisayisif. If we look to understand something kabbalah, the magid meitzir sharm is a, is a, is a, a sefer. The sefer is 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 that result for whoever the And this was his chelik This was his chelik of Torah. And we we know and and that's that's what. The Remen Lashkov means that every single person has a chelak of Torah that's his in particular. 
I, I want to. F- so, so let's just give the overview, and then I want to finish with with, with Agasha that I had incredible um, feeling on Tisha B'av as I was going through Kinnis. So let's sum up the point he said. Torah seems to come in in two inyanim. There's a chelik of Torah which is being mekabel to and there's a chelik of Torah where we leiba shemaimi we produce Torah. Torah shabal means that we produce Torah. The chiyuv in being mekabel is to gain an understanding of kol Torah. What that means. We saw, or I mentioned the Shalhal Haraf, um, and I added my Hagasha about being able to intelligently understand what you're saying, intelligently to present it, and having the idea. However, Gedoli Yisrael will interpret it, dar, dar, that's not something, some, not something I could determine anyway. Um, then there's a Chalka Torah where I'm producing Torah, and that's what the, it, it, on the one level, it, it's, it's, Practical, the Torah that I can engage the rest of my life and it can become part of me. If it's not Liber Chafetz, it's not going to become part of me. That's the Drasha Saran. And that makes, and, and that's Pashit. In order for that Torah to be a real Limit Torah, it needs to be something that I have a Geshmak in. And secondly, every person can produce a Chelek in Torah and, um, and uh, every person, whatever it is, I, I don't think anybody will think that he's going to write the next Beisaisif. But if I add one teretz to one kasha that is the emiss of teretz, then I've added something. Uh, you know, then this becomes a nakudet of, of addition. And to do that part of Torah, which is what's called Gemara in, in the Lashon of, of, of the Rambam and, and the Rav Shaparach, that requires focusing on things that, that my Nisham is kasha to. It, the one caveat, the, the, uh, the, the one filter that will eliminate Moshele Lishma is how much effort do I expend on it? Do I really feel I'm misyagea? And if I'm misyagea in it and I like it, then I could say this is Torah. And if not, then I, um, Reb Noah Weinberg told me once, he, um, he used to, he had these erratic things he did. He used to learn Rambam when he was a Bachin Yeshiva. Rabbi Lezi Yudel caught him, saw him, and he gave him a very hard time. And then Rabbi Lezi Yudel said, you know what, I'm going to test you. And he tested him. Rabbi Noach said he knew. So, and Rabbi Noach said, you know, he, he did well. When he finished testing him, he did well. So Rabbi Lezi smiled, and he said, I'll tell you a secret, I also finished Rambam every year. The point of that was, he thought, Rabbi Lezi thought that it's a game. It's like he's doing it because it's kind of easy as now. If he put work in it and tested him, and he knew well, then he then he realized that it's it's real and that's fine. That I think that was the the, the back and forth. As an aside, Rav Noach told me, he said he asked me all the hard Rambams because he thought he would catch me that. He didn't know that's the Rambams I knew. Like like the the, the, the regular hum, if he would have asked me a regular humdrum Rambam, I wouldn't have known. But I knew all the ones that were schwer. Like, I don't know, that was Rav Noach's take. I want to add I, yes. So the the general sense of again the way the quote unquote more modern approach would be is since today we have a lot very accessible to us 
Maisa, if, if I have the ability that whenever I need to do something, I can reference it, I can ask the Shaila, I'll know what to do, then you do it with that. Um, you also have a here, by the way, to keep reviewing the general material. In other words, nobody can pattern himself from a more comprehensive state. So let's say a person's, a person's Shoresh Nisham is Taruvis and Yeridea. But you're required to have some, so as the Ramam says, to have some sort of cycle of learning where you retain the knowledge that you have. It's not, it's not a one-time feat that's over with. The idea is to have Tyre in the background of Clolius at Tyre and have your own particular niche. I, I want to, yes. Yes. May I ask a question to the question of the law? Yes. What does an Amaris not coming from a yeshiva background who studied university and secular studies do with a high-tech? The other day I went to investigate what do I do with a high-tech? And you offered different choices. That was the title of this conversation. Right. What does an Amaris do with a high-tech, with his high-tech? Good question. <laughs> okay. Um, without, since I'm talking to Major Samichachomim, I'm going to try to keep it. Um, but I like to, I, I go next door. Yeah. So on a practical level, it's not easy to get into learning when you're older. And something that draws you in is very important. It's a gateway into learning. It's very tough. And therefore, learning things that you do need, obviously, to learn at least an elementary amount of Torah to know what to keep mitzvahs. So at least an elementary outline of halachas, so at least you know what to ask and when you might be doing something wrong. But, but as a gateway for an older person, it's very tough. It's a big, it's a big nisayan. It's, and and I, I admire you that you have the, the pluck and the guts to do it at, at, at an older age. You'll be masechem et shem. But libechaf would be, would be very important. I want, I want to finish with uh, something I, I, I had I got. You have the um, you have the uh, kinnis. Um, four of the kinnis deal with the uh, terrible crusades. And the crusades was probably the first organized genocide against the Jewish people at big time. Rome was a war, you know, country against country. Romans wanted us to be a province. We didn't particularly care for that. So yes, they were cruel. They were they were difficult. But country against country is is, is one type of war. Um, the, 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 the the Crusades was a shechita from Kehillah to Kehillah, horrendous shechita to be Oikosh and Yisrael, never possible. And and uh, it set the precedent for for, for for on and on, um, and so on. In, in, in the, I believe it's the first kino, no, maybe the second kino on, Haru, on, on the Arugim. It says, you know, miyatin adorayich, miyachin adorayich, I think it says, who will be matin adorayich, so I want to start a very horrific pshat, but it segues into the point that I want to make. I want to start from Salvechik, yes, what does it mean, miyatin adorayich, miyachin adorayich? Torah adorayim doesn't need Rashi and Balitaisis to do it. I mean, you know, see, a Yachid Mumcha, three people, that's it. You know, doesn't require that. So what's the big... So he said, well, Derecha Kharifas, he said, this is talking about the, the Rashi worms, this is talking about killer's worms is one of those that hit hard. Rashi was already not there anymore, but it was hit hard. And he said the two Mesechtes that we don't have Rashi on is Nedarim and Nazir. 
and the Balkinas being Masoinen, we're not going to have anyone to write a Rashi on Indorim and Hasa. Hey, beautiful chap, it's a chrifus, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a word saying over for, it, it's, it's a certain way of thinking, a person, but I, I want to look at the bigger thing. When you're looking at such a churban, um, so what are you mourning? So, people suffer terribly, Kehillahs were devastated, were decimated, a lot of things, a lot of tsars. And a section of the kin is devoted that the, we're missing a big chunk of Torah has been ripped out of Kal Yisrael. This was the place where Torah was developing at its best, the Balatayisvis, the German and the French Rishonim, um, and many of them suffered. The Rokeach's wife and children were killed. Many of, of, of one of Balatayisvis, Rabbeinatam, different, different people were either killed, injured, maimed, and destroyed. It means that because of the Crusades, we're missing a, a big chelik of Torah that will never be filled. In line with what we said before, that HaKadosh Baruch who gave every generation and every place its particular Canadian Torah. And when there's a churban, that's missing. And, and um, you know, it, it, and, but the, to understand Mika Amcha Yisrael, that we mourn the loss of life, the terrible suffering. But what eats up at our heart is that Torah is gone. People will live and people will die. But when you contribute your Chalik and Torah, we have the full living Torah. We're missing. We're missing whatever it is that would have been. We're missing a chunk of what is Torah's Yisrael. And, and imagine that that's what we're kind of it's an, it's an incredible um, elevating thought about what Kalisol is, that this is something that they're mechanin on while they're talking about horrendous things that they did. And, and, and the shechitas and parents and children and everything else. I don't know, it, to me it was a very magnificent limutzchus, um, pe'er of Kal Yisrael, that Kal Yisrael, um, every chelik of Torah, everybody in Kal Yisrael has an akudan Torah, and when we saw this was G'dayle Olam that gave us a whole... opened up if you think about it, all the Pirushim and Tultaisvis on Shas were Pirushim on Shas. They didn't give us a key for expanding Shas. The first generation to really expand, to give us the next level of Pilpul and Tayshwal Pes, Taisvis. Taisvis opened up and then Rishainim continued. This whole Shaklavataria is that's the next generation. And that something was ripped out. We don't even know what. So, I don't know, it, to me, it's a, it, it, it was an extremely elevating moment to think that this is what Kaisal produces. Kaisal's Mekrenian every year, we're Mekrenian on the suffering, on um, what we lost out in Torah. We should be Zeicha, Kaisal should give Zeicha Kaisal, both in a holistic sense of the word, which is Zeicha to always be within the Alamis of Halacha, and we should be Zeicha, Kaisal should enlighten our eyes at least and give us the Afishmaya to fulfill our particular niche in Torah. Ciao.